Hello, everybody, and welcome to the I Don't Get It podcast. How's it going out there? Oh, wow. Somebody's chipper. Chipper, chipper. I think you're trying to be chipper just to overcompensate for your mellowness. That's exactly what I'm doing. (laughs) I know you so well. That is exactly what I'm doing. (laughs) That's what you do, too. I know. All right, let's do it. Hey, guys. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Okay, Naz, how was your trip to London? It was terrible. I mean, you you threw up the entire time. Is there anything else to elaborate on except for the fact that, like, the Spider-Man cast loves you? Oh, my God. You were in one of his pictures? Yeah, but I was... I don't know. You know I'm always so hard on myself. I felt sick, so I didn't really feel great. Therefore, I left the trip feeling like, oh, I could have done so much better. But I was sick. So. Were you sick due to something you ate? No. I was like severely dehydrated the week before where I was like throwing up. I had to get an IV to my house. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Did you know. have diarrhea? No. I wish. You know, that's like the one thing I never get. No, never you don't poop. want diarrhea. Yes, I do. I pray for diarrhea Ew. on Sundays. But I, I don't know. I just, I think what it is is like I never got on London time. I was extremely jet lagged. I feel like I'm not no, eating. Nas, is it because you went from the cruise to LA I and then yeah. back? Yeah. And I think back, it's because, you know, it's like I'm napping during the day. I'm trying to get a nap in here and there. I'm not really hungry when everyone else is eating. So I'm not really eating. So I think that all of that was just like, go fuck yourself, Nas. Oh, yes. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I have two. I don't get it. What's now that you it? brought up eating, thanks for asking. Though, um, so you know how Jared like doesn't like, the passion for food isn't there and makes yeah. you really sad. It's, he's a robot. He like he denies free food. This might be oh, no. the ultimate. I no. don't get it. Oh no! What? Tell tell him. How can you marry someone you can't go to Costco with? Oh yeah, he would see the he would see kidding. the sample sale the sample sale. He would, <laughs> he would see the sample stand. Did you see Oscar Myers having a sample, sample sale? <laughs> now that is a sample sale. Wait, how, <laughs> how amazing if the brand food brands we love, if like Biscoff cookies and all them had sample sales and yeah. you could buy like cookies and hot dogs for like half the yes, price. That would be fun. Why doesn't that exist? I'm sure there are. It's called like Shoppers Food Warehouse in Northern Virginia. <laughs> I love that you know that. You know, like the discount grocery stores. Um, so we, like, he had the opportunity to go into one of those airline lounges and I go, well, was there, of course, my first question was he got to go into a lounge and I've never been in one of those. I was like, never been in a lounge. No, no, not one of like the exclusive like airline lounges. And I go, so was there like food in there? Did you get like unlimited drinks? And he's like, yeah, there was food. There's like finger sandwiches and like cheese and crackers and, and meats. And like, there's like a whole spread. And I go, you're going to tell me that you didn't touch it, aren't you? <laughs> he goes, yeah, I was just going to go eat on the plane. <laughs> Why would you eat on the plane over having the charcuterie in a lounge? I don't understand. They also have like cereal. I always eat Fruit Loops when I go on them. It's just, oh. if and, you and have the bars. food in front of you... I don't care what's waiting for you on the plane. It tastes so much better when it's free. Also, airplane it's, food is nasty. Well, I mean, he... Ha- okay, well, I was not going to say that he had first class, but well, he, he did have first class. he was in the fucking private thing, yeah. so oh, well, of course Ashley, he did. Ashley, that changes the whole story. Of course, if I'm eating first class, I'm not going to eat in the Fruit Loops in the lounge. Oh, oh really? Yeah. It's I just, would eat it all. I'd shove it all. I just eat it all. That's purse. what I mean, too. It's like, oh, a free buffet, and then an hour later, I'm going to get my lasagna on the plane. I'm going to eat it all. One day when we do have a live podcast, if that ever happens, because we've been prolonging it for yeah. so long, we should just 
We should not even record. We should just be silent and do a weird Shia LaBeouf thing where we just all three eat and see who can eat the longest and the uh, most. Wait, what about <laughs> Shia LaBeouf? What do you mean? Is that like from like Holes, the movie? No, because you know Shia LaBeouf's weird. We thought we saw him at the trading post today. Stop. Yes, yeah, so, like the guy at the lemonade stand was like the Shia LaBeouf over there. He is one where I would 1,000% be starstruck. Oh, well, my he star is very He, moment, he was, to me is a star. Yeah. And a weirdo. Even though, where's his career gone the past what couple years? What has he years? done? Besides, he's been putting on really weird. Disturbia. Weird, cool art. Disturbia. You guys, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, I had to oh tell you about that. Oh, my gosh. You have to I'll tell you about that another time. We could have rambled today. Yeah. Oh, well. It doesn't um, matter. Keep and going. And I met Andrew Garfield, which yeah. was my starstruck moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so there is one I'm of my, I don't get it. I'm so talking to him. I know. When I saw him, I was like, I didn't even allow myself to have the hesitation point. I was just like, I saw him. I I was like, it registered in my head, and then I you just darted. my legs started walking before my head did. I'm so proud. So, of So yeah, it made me feel just good. Found confidence. That was great. Before we move on, because it just comes out that week, I think everyone should actually go see Spider Man Far mm-hmm. From Home. I saw it twice, yep. and it's so fucking good. Let me just quick. Yeah, quick I'll see it this week. Jake Gyllenhaal sexual in this? Is he hot? Jake Gyllenhaal's hot in this. Yeah, he's always hot. But the thing is. I can't really disclose a lot about his character right now because in the comics, his character is a villain, but going into this movie, you don't really know what he is. What's his name in, what's the villain name? Okay. So I told, I actually asked him this exact question. The name of his character is Mysterio. And I said, how seamless is it given all your past roles that you've now finally been in a superhero movie and your character's name is Mysterio? Like, that's so perfect in my head. Because he's so mysterious. Are you yeah. kidding me? After, like, Velvet Buzzsaw and, like, Zodiac and, like, just literally that's at Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Uh, it's so freaking, good. Oh. I talked to him about Bubble Boy, you guys. Oh. <laughs> no way. That's, Wait, yeah, that's that, that was I What was that other too. one? I'm sorry. What is that other Jake Gyllenhaal movie where he was a detective and it was so good? Nightcrawler. Crawler. No, oh, I don't know. Oh, I know what you're talking what? about the and yes about like the dead people in the ground. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what oh, was the it? one with um, the, the one, one with, with Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Oh, uh, um, oh well, my god. Hold on. I will not move on with this podcast till we figure this out. Hugh Jackman. Oh, yeah. it? it's, it's like very simple. It's like it's so simple. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the movie. It's like un, it's like one word, one word. I like know this because I've read it a bajillion times and I literally can't. All right, here we go. It. Here it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. The movie is called Prisoners. Prisoners. Oh yes. Okay, so okay. that movie. That, I just so don't good. always think of prisoners and think about being dumped to the movie theater. Wait. Don't you remember? You got dumped? No. My big had told Lauren's big that like there was he bailed on me that night and he like told Lauren's big why. I don't remember. Remember, this. he was like, "Oh yeah, I bailed on her last night," and then he like knew more, but didn't want to tell you because he didn't want to hurt my feelings or something. Good times, didn't you? You remember? could literally write a novel titled "Pop Culture Moments That Are Relevant to My, <laughs> to my Personal Life." Yeah, and you could be like, "So moving on to Prisoners." Oh yes, this was the one where this my big and <laughs> absolutely and my... Titanic was the first time I felt feeling. Well, definitely, and- <laughs> yeah. Definitely. And I can't watch that fucking space movie with Sandra Bullock. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, gravity, my God. We both gravity. had really With bad George times. Clooney. Gravity. Yeah. Lauren and I were both in the theater. We, we knew is, we were getting texts. This is the text. thing that Lauren and I used to do. This is why we re- relate Guys, so much. Guys, we just po- ramble no. this? We have a structure. Darn no, it. I, I know. Have a structure. I know. We have callers. Okay, it's fine. Done. Let's <laughs> finish this one statement. Um, Lauren and I, I guess, used to be like, well, if we're not going to sit around and shit our pants, around the apartment, shit our pants about when he's going to text us or him text me him text her yeah let's just go to a movie and then we go to a movie to get out of the house but Genius. then we just be like so tense the entire time and worrisome no i feel like the movie takes your mind off yeah. no you know? sometimes it doesn't sometimes it, doesn't. sometimes it ruins movies for you we got to see annabelle this week yep we're doing it all right i don't um, think it's gonna be scary in child's but... play just for the fuck i think it's gonna be great annabelle creation was incredible i you know i heard the creation you didn't even see it you didn't even see it i didn't even see it okay all right what's our podcast our podcast is about um, on this episode of Horror Stories, we have <laughs> Sorority Horror Stories. Oh. That was really good. Adam, record that and play it back. <laughs> so we were thinking there must be some crazy shit that goes down in sororities, whether it's like during pledging or boy drama, girl drama, roommate drama. So we thought that we would ask you guys to send us in some stories. And we have three callers and we're going to start with our first Wait, before you go in, I want to address, because uh. someone commented saying, well, you guys weren't in Greek life, and you can't judge, and blah, blah, blah. So I just want to preface this by saying, I was in a fucking sorority. And we're not shitting on sororities and by I any I think means. everyone should rush. It was the best four years of my life, even though the craziest shit ever went down. Um, but just because Ashley and Lauren are GDIs. Yeah, we're goddamn independent. You're, you're fucking <laughs> Gs. They call that GDIs yeah. everywhere. Anyone who wasn't a Greek, I was like, oh, GDI. Yeah, oh, exactly. that's, what, that's what they called it at Penn State with, with Mora. Yeah. Um, anyways, we're very pro sorority life Yeah, we're here. poor sorority. I mean, I'm part of a sorority called the Bachelor World. There you so go. There like, you go. That I is, didn't that's have a to fraternity. Rush. <laughs> I had to go. Yeah, that's a frat. All right. All right. So we're going to give a first one a call. And um, she has a couple little things to mention about her horror. these better be good lauren <laughs> they're not always are i know they are always good i okay. just that roommate horror stories will never be beat the curl <laughs> painted in blue has never left my head sometimes when See, i sleep alone i think of her the waffle stopper the waffle that that one all right guys i have to interrupt this riveting conversation real quick to tell you guys about one of our new sponsors that i absolutely love it i is, love it too it's so good it's called billy first of all i love their logo and the colors in it is that so lame no the colors <laughs> I are nice can't get over the the smoothness of the shave the with shave. the razor and the, the shaving the cream. shaving cream is so good okay so like ashley said it's a razor and a shaving cream um but what just so you guys know women's razors can cost up to 15 percent more than men's which is so unfair it's actually called the pink tax but the idea that women should pay more for the same product is literally outrageous so that's that's where Billy comes in. They're delivering premium razors directly to you guys for half the price. That's right. Put the other money in your pocket. Um, go to mybilly.com. And just so you guys know, it's spelled B-I-L-L-I-E to get their starter kit, which is what I have. So it includes two razor cartridges, a handle, and their magic magnetic holder for the shower. And for only $9, you guys can get four refill blades every one, two, or three months based on how often you shave. 
And what I love is that each razor cartridge includes five American-made blades encased in aloe shave soap for the smoothest shave that's gentle on sensitive skin. Just so you guys know, I use this shaving cream. You've heard Lauren and I talk about this before, how like I'm literally so lazy to buy shaving <laughs> yes. cream. Like who buys shaving cream anymore? I've never. So I have just shaved for the past, like, I don't know, 10 years with water and a razor, which is not good because it leaves my skin feeling really dry. And the Billy shaving cream leaves me feeling so so smooth. And they're actually an Allure Best of Beauty winner and on Nylon's beauty hit list because Billy is the brand that finally got women's razors right, y'all. And they give free shipping always. You can skip, adjust, or cancel your subscription anytime. So, to express a little love for our show, go to mybilly.com slash get it. It's a small way that you guys can support me, Ashley, and Lauren while you're getting the best razor that you'll ever own for half the price of razors in the store. And let me just add a little asterisk here. This is a real I don't get it favorite. Oh, it real, is real like, like an Oprah favorite thing. Oh, yes. Hug. I don't get its favorite thing. <laughs> um, plus, free shipping always. Go to mybilly.com slash get it. Again, that's spelled M-Y-B-I-L-L-I-E dot com slash get it. Okay, guys, we have uh, Anonymous on the line to tell us her sorority tale. And I think it's smart that this person or anyone on this podcast remains anonymous because we don't want anyone to get their pins pulled. And Naz, tell us what is a pin. So a pin is something that you require that basically represents that you have been inducted into a sorority and you are officially a sister of said chapter. Oh, okay. Right? Uh, yeah, I actually... Okay. <laughs> I was uh, like, can you tell was, me about her? No, I'm no longer a member. I actually left after my first semester. Oh, well, this story oh, is, is it be because juicy. of this? All right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like so tell us your story. Sure. So I went to a big state school um, in the Southeast. And uh, when I first started rushing, I really wanted this one sorority. And I only really focused on that sorority. And then I found out that a member of the board or the president, her mother had beef with my mom and her friends when they were at college together in the 80s. Yo, this is some big little lie shit. I was going to say, yeah. this reminds me like of a recent horror movie. What is that horror movie? I don't know. Let her finish oh, the it story. Was oh, it was Ma. It was Ma, Octavia Spencer. Oh, Ma with Octavia yeah. Spencer. Yeah. Because um, I guess our community's small in my hometown. Um, and my friend, my mom's friend wrote the letter of recommendation, so they knew um, the name. Um, so I kind of had to recalibrate and ended up at not really my next choice, but I feel like at a, a fit the person I was trying to be. Um, so everyone was very blonde. It, it wasn't especially diverse. It was mostly just blonde, upper middle class girls, um, very preppy. Um, and the first big glaring thing after all of the pretense of, oh my God, here's your big and welcome. We love you so much. Faded. Um, we ate all the meals at the house and I started to notice that at all the meals, the girls I sat with would get like hamburgers or spaghetti and meatballs and I would get the vegetarian options. And so I thought it was a mistake. So I went to one of the girls on the board who was in charge of coordinating that stuff and told her cause I thought I was actually paying more cause the vegetarian option was more. And she said, no, no, we're, we're doing you a favor. We're just going to help you out a little bit. Um, so the way it was set up is everything was cooked in-house. And you'd, like, swipe your card and they'd give you a plate. Um, so I thought it was a mistake. And I was always a little curvier than the other girls in my pledge class. It's just the way I'm built. I didn't think it was a problem. Um, but there's kind of the insinuation 
and it was explicitly said like, oh, you know, these these meals are a little like less calorie dense. You know, it, it's, <gasps> no way. Shut it's, the fuck up. <laughs> and I was 18 and stupid, and I was like, oh, well, maybe they are trying to help me, and I didn't fight it. Um. But eventually, I kind of started to rebel a little bit. I wanted to dye my hair. And when I talked to my big, she said, well, you know, you can't really go with that color, but you can go to any of these salons and the girls there will will give you options that you can choose from. So weird. <laughs> Yo, I'm not going to lie. I just need to stop you right here. Going into this podcast, I was like, there's no way anyone's going to share a story that I'm going to think is that's going to blow me out of the water yeah. just because of the <laughs> shit that I experienced. This shit's fucking blowing Wait, me out the of the water. The hair color this doesn't shock crazy. me, though. Is, that, is, is, it, is it shocking? This is shocking. That's crazy. You no, can't tell the, people what the, color to dye their hair and to lose weight. Yeah, that's, that's insane. Oh, no. The meal plan is insane. I thought that, like, the hair color thing is actually something that you guys would say no to. I think in my... I mean, I don't want to speak to my sorority too much either, but I could see people during recruitment, you know, like yeah. saying, get your nails done or look very polished, oh, you yeah, know? Yeah. So that's probably the fullest extent I've ever experienced. What something color like that. did you want to dye but your hair? That's crazy to say well, you can't dye your when hair. When I tell color. you, I think you'll understand. No. I wanted to go pink. Yeah. Pink, that makes pink sense is to me. Feminine and pretty. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I did it eventually and it looked really good. So. Okay, but still, the meal plan is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that sucked. 18-year-old me was... Uh, I feel so bad for her now. Aww. <laughs> Damn. Well, you know, you have a version of yourself and you see girls who look like they're so happy and perfect and you think, I can do that if yeah. I act right. It's so oh, true. For sure. I'm so happy you got out of there. You, so what happened? Oh, yeah. Um, how that end? So a lot of it was affordability. Um, we weren't allowed to repeat outfits with like every month. So I had to keep constantly buying new clothes for events and then dues, um, which kind of got me up into two, 250, mm-hmm. like 2,500 a semester. Damn. Um, 2,500 a semester. Okay. Yeah. With dues and with new clothes and like paying in for parties and stuff like that. Okay. Um, and that's like all your food, your vegetarian food included, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you live in the house? No, I was I was too freshman for that. Okay, okay. Um, you um, mentioned in your oh, I'm so sorry. You can continue. Oh no, go ahead. Sorry, you mentioned in, um, in your email that there were other sororities that would do like the jiggle test on the dryer. Yeah, so I've only heard this. It's like a very very strong rumor um, that a certain house I put in the email, um, which is like the prettiest of the prettiest, like thinnest of the thinnest. Mm-hmm they would circle areas that jiggled if you sat on a washing machine. That was, that was a rumor at my school too. So I kind of feel like it's like an urban legend. I mean, I can only hope and pray. I mean, but let's be real. Guys love a jiggle. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's what they live for. But the rumor, the urban legend goes is that during, right? Like you would sit girls down on a dryer and whatever part that jiggled, they would circle with the permanent marker. Yeah. I mean, that's demoralizing and gross. Well, I mean, that's yeah. Obviously. And also illegal and terrible. Absolutely. (laughs) So how'd you end up leaving uh, the money? That and also I got drunk over winter break and pierced my nose. Mm. Um, And my big was kind of like, yeah, that's not really what we're looking for, our aesthetic. Like, would you be willing to take it out? And I was like, no. And it would have been fine, but I think my tone and their tone, it just didn't mesh. And it got kind of antagonistic. And 
I just kind of realized that wasn't who I was meant to be and I should save the money and yeah. cut and run. What happened with your moms though? Like, yeah. What was the end of that? With my moms? Yeah. The, the yeah. moms. Like the mom feud. Oh, yeah. So I think my mom stole someone's boyfriend. <laughs> bottom line but, but how did that affect you rushing is what i meant or being in the sorority yeah so uh my community my religious community is really tight everyone knows each other um and my mom's best friend wrote my letter of recommendation for that sorority since she was in that sorority at another school and then i guess um they were probably background checking all the letters to make sure that they were actual members Mm. and it must have just like been pulled on mutual friends and she was like oh mom you know why are you mutual friends with this person do you know her and it must have gotten brought up at least that's what i've heard second second hand okay do you think that your treatment in the sorority was based on your mom stealing a boyfriend oh well that was the sorority that wouldn't let me in the oh Black they didn't oh, let you in okay i'm sorry i misunderstood okay, sorry. so you yeah. like actually didn't even get in a sorority because of someone else's mom which i feel yeah. also isn't beneath any of it is it because it's just it is so no, like No, it's a sister hoodie, so yeah. like yeah, we wouldn't let a what's it called again when like your mom Yeah uh, Nepo- nepotism? No no no. Oh. There's a, a word legacy. There's a, term. a legacy? A legacy, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Legacies have actually like that's a whole other thing. All like right. if you're a legacy, if your mom was in that chapter or in that chapter somewhere else. Normally you would get in. It's like it's been said or rumored that it's like easier to get in or it's kind of like a mm-hmm. shoe in, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, you know, some people are just GDIs as I've learned. <laughs> and you're, a, you're a GDI. No one heart. in this world is more of a GDI than Lauren. Yeah, I'm a GDI too right there with you. you did and, you go to a different sorority or you were a GDI for the rest of your life? Just a GDI. It was, it was hard because I was <laughs> too... I love it. All right, I thank was too, you. <laughs> I was too alternative for the sororities and too preppy for the uh, academic fraternities. So I just kind of do my own thing. Well, say, good for you. I'm you got out of a you. bad situation. Who cares what it is? Yeah. It makes me sad really, though. Damn. All right. It's thank fine. you so much. Thank you. This has been great, guys. I awesome. love the podcast. Thank you. We love you. Bye. 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 This is the first time that the word big in this podcast yeah. is being used it's in a different she context. Big I know, my big. Should we go over that yeah. for people that don't yeah. know? So, like, when you join a sorority, an older sister becomes your big sister, and they are your big, and they kind of, like, mentor you and are kind of, like, your go-to for any issues, like, in life, in college in the sorority in general. I think that's very comforting and nice to have. Some people end up being like really best friends with I their big. I was going to say, what happens if you don't for mesh? life and then some people kind of like lose touch and it's yeah. just like, all right, well, yeah, you were my big in college and that was it. Okay, so we But have- that's a whole thing too because big's kind of like when it's time to pick a big. Yeah. And oh, you're you like a freshman. A big? Yeah, like you pick one, but oh, sometimes wow. like let's say you and Lauren you wanted to be my them. big. Yeah. Yeah. Like you would be coming up to me and be like, I really feel like I'd be a good big to you. And you'd be coming up to me and be like, You're getting courted. I remember that was a really hard decision for me. Actually, I remember crying because I couldn't pick between these like two girls. That's really sad. (laughs) You are like dating another girl. It's so crazy. But like you're not. You're not like courting. You're not even tied to them like physically. It's like who cares? Well, it's like, um, it's. I can see it taking personal offense. Yeah, to it. Totally. I think you um, totally. are. You take things too personally. Me to be in a sorority, maybe I don't know. Oh, Ashley, 
Yeah. I, no, Ashley could have been in a sorority. The thing that people, I think the thing, the biggest misconception with sororities is people um, look at what they see in movies and on TV and they assume that every sorority at every school is like that. Yeah. And every college is different and every sorority is different. So it's mm-hmm. such a unique, specific case by case experience. I used to always be like, I could never live in a house of girls. I wouldn't want to like have that uh, that much drama and like fighting over guys and just like mm-hmm. i don't know that i need to i can ever be around a social group that that much mm-hmm. and like so consistently and then when i was on the bachelor in the bachelor house i was like wait is this what like a sorority is that's so like, much I fun love yeah. i love this sense of community that's yeah. exactly what it is who was um remind me of the girl's name that was it jake pavelka Vienna? Vienna, yes. Um, Vienna was in the sorority house next to mine. A couple years older. older. Yeah, she's a couple years older, but she was a part of the sorority next to my house. And that's the reason why I got into The Bachelor. Because we all started watching because we were like, how far is this girl going to go? Our entire college was like in on it. And then when she made it to the end in the drama, it was like all anyone would like talk about. It was so good. Her crying... Let me finish my sentence. <laughs> what was it? It was like you always interrupt She's me. Like, you're you're mean to me. Oh my god! So true. Stop me. interrupting me. Oh, there it's you go. Yeah, he was mean to her. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we have our next caller. I'm going to say anonymous until we give her a call and find out what she wants from us. Okay, I think so. like we should just assume that they're all anonymous. Yeah. Uh, okay, this one's a this one's my favorite one. Okay. By the way. Okay. Oh. Um. One second. All right, we have Lauren on the line. Lauren. Yours sounds just so nuts. So please tell us your story. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. And I would like hate myself if I didn't pump your tires for a second. Pump them. Like, I just have to say, like, thank you so (laughs) much for doing this podcast. Like, I've been with you guys since the beginning. And this podcast just, like, really made me a podcast person. And I just love that you guys aren't, like, so PC and that you just kind of say how you really feel and, like, I was ghosted from a long-term relationship, and so <gasps> Ghostbusters, like, super helped me. And I just oh, a long-term relationship? Why didn't we bust, bust your him. ghost? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, I would totally do it, but I don't think that he would, like, be down to, like, call in. Otherwise, okay. I totally would. Yeah. We'll track him down for you if you want. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Thank you so much for saying That's all so that. Nice. It means a Thank lot to you. Me. Of course. I also have to just tell Ashley that I am so excited and, like, living for your wedding. Aww. And the fact that you said that, like, people aren't happy for you is just insane yeah. because, like, we've been all waiting for this for years, and I just really can't wait to follow along. So, like, You're so cute. Thank you so much. I'm really starting to get excited now because we've gotten the RSVPs in and now I like know that the most important people are going to be there. I just think that it's really stressful when you're like, I'm planning a party and I don't even know like who's going to attend. And now I feel like I could be at peace because like the group of people that I really need there are going to be there. That was such a beautiful thing to say. Oh, no, I mean, yeah, I know when I like texted everyone a couple days ago because we had... This is a whole other podcast. We could do a whole podcast on like what wedding planning was that I didn't expect. Yeah, that's yeah, we should do that now. Let her, yeah, let her tell. Her but story. anyway, it's your turn, <laughs> Lauren, to tell your story. I, and thank you just I'll so much for the nice comments. Yes, absolutely. So I went to like a really big school where Greek life was a major part of the experience, and like the first two years were awesome. Like I was really socially focused. Um, you know, I went to the bars a lot. I did like the whole big little thing. Um, I moved into the house and like did all that. Um, Will you tell us then, where you went and what you were in or no? No, I probably shouldn't. Okay, yeah, I, yeah. I, was just ma- I was just making sure. No, but I mean, I did go to a big school where like it's kind of I guess known for Greek life, if that helps. Okay. Um, 
And um, so I did recruitment the first year, which is basically like a horror story in itself. Um, but I made a lot of good friends who are still like my best friends to this day. And a couple of them are listening. So hey to those friends. Oh, thanks friends. for getting them to listen. <laughs> Hello, fellow sis- former sisters. <laughs> yes. And so after my sophomore year, like my focus just really changed. Like I was just interested in like focusing on working, like getting internships and really just trying to like hustle. Um, so I took an unpaid internship and was working as like a server on the side, Um, and my sorority does recruitment before school starts. So that would have interfered with my internship. And then if you skip recruitment without being excused, you literally get fined a thousand dollars. And so I was like getting my ass excused. Like there was no way. Um, and basically the sorority mandated that the only excuses that were like, I guess, allowed that year, um, where if you had an internship that had to do with your major, you had to provide proof, um, that you had attempted to like request off, um, for like three weeks and then proof that your boss said no. Um, they were also requiring that some girls come into the house, like after their internship to help with songs, arts and crafts, and like really like anything else. It was like kind of ridiculous. Okay. So you guys have all seen fat Jewish's meme, right? When he's like, yes. sorority recruitment's terrifying <laughs> and they open the doors and they're like, ah! oh, like, yes. yes. That shit so is semi terrifying. Di- oh I digress gosh. though. No, for sure. But I was like, sure as shit, not about to like be unprofessional and ask my boss off for like three weeks of my summer internship. Um, So I definitely like faked the proof Mm -hmm. and like went along my merry way. Um, So fast forward to recruitment and I was working at the restaurant on a day uh, that I wasn't at my internship. And these three girls from my pledge class came in and um, like on one of their work week breaks, um, I sat them at their table um, and I like said hello. And they definitely gave me like the bitchiest like, hey, ever. It was so rude, um, which I thought was weird because like I knew them, but and, like, they definitely knew me. But I just kind of like let it go and just kind of went about my day um, until a few days later, my boss from the restaurant, like, called me into the office. Um, they had filled out, like, one of those survey <gasps> receipts, like, trashing me. <gasps> no way. Holy yeah. shit, this took a turn. This I is when not... you're already in the sorority, and these are girls yeah, that are this is, like, also... my third year in the sorority. Yeah. And yeah, I, so, like, I just want to... Well. I also want to just add, for people that were never in a sorority, your pledge class is a class that you yeah. go into the sorority with, or the girls that... It's kind of like, you're you know, your grade, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And we had, like, definitely a larger, um, like, I went to a bigger school, so it was, like, a larger pledge class. But, like, these girls definitely, like, knew who I was. And I had, like, spoken to them, like, many of times. Um, And so my boss, like, called me into the office and was, like, so what's the deal with this, like, survey? And I was, like, so embarrassed because I had to explain, like, all the rules of, like, sorority world and share that, like, um, like, I don't know, that I was, like, there was recruitment going on. And that's why they were mad because I wasn't there. And, like, I forgot about that whole part of the story until I wrote that email because I had like secondhand embarrassment like for myself. Oh, it was so bad. So did he understand? He or she understand? Yeah, they were like, whatever. They couldn't, they couldn't have cared less. And so then um, after that, they also turned me into standards, which for those like who aren't in a sorority, it's basically, I think I described it as like the judge Judy or like where you go if you get in trouble or like drink too much at a party. Mm. They, like, wrote a letter saying that I was embarrassing and that they couldn't believe I was, like, working during this special time and, like, no caused a way. big stir. Yeah. Working during this special time. Ew. Yeah. It was so bad. 
And then, like, the standards chair is one of my closest friends in the chapter, and she, like, obviously told me the whole thing. And I never got in trouble with the sorority because I had been excused, but I think that made these girls, like, a little bit more upset with me. Um, And so they, like, continued to talk about me to the rest of the chapter, and, like, word got around to me, and I was finally like, how in the fuck am I supposed to pay, like, thousands of dollars if I don't work? Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of the talk they were saying was, like, you know, her family doesn't care enough about her to pay for the sorority, which is such bullshit. Oh, my God. It was so so bad. And then, um, like, I will say, too, that I was really lucky and my parents were willing and able to pay for my college and my sorority. But, like, it really wasn't their place to say that. Um, No, I I paid for my own sorority. I, like, took out loans and, like, paid. I paid for my whole college. Good for you. That's, like, amazing. But yeah, so basically they like trashed me only because I had a job and like my sorority definitely had the reputation for being involved and like volunteering and like studying abroad was like really praised. But I guess like almost no one I knew like had a part-time job for the most part. Um, So so, didn't like the image that you were portraying by being a waitress? Wow. Yeah, basically. I think so. And then it was kind of like safe to say that like after that, and there was another like thing that happened where I had like a bunch of spring break money like stolen out of my wallet and I just like had to get out of the sorority. Like I couldn't do it anymore. Jesus. So yeah. oh, so you got out of the sorority. Yeah. So my senior year, I decided to drop because I like really had only joined to make friends mm-hmm. and I had made, you know, a really tight group of friends and I knew that they'd like be my friends whether I was in the sorority or not, which definitely stood true. Oh, that's, that's so nice. sad you made it to senior year and then dropped. Like that's crazy. Is it frowned upon to drop? Yeah, totally. Like I, even the other day, like I saw like some people in public, like they're kind of friendly, but you can just kind of tell, you know, when someone's like, oh, awkward, you know, but I, I mean, I really just joined to make friends and like meet new people and have like the like Greek experience, which I still feel like I got. So it was fine. Right. Naz, I had a question for you yeah, though. Yeah. Um, Cause I know you were in a sorority yeah. um, and like, you're such a hustler and everything. Like, how did you like manage that with the, with your sorority? Did people like give you shit for it? Well, what I was just telling Ashley and Lauren, even before we started recording that the, the sad thing about sororities is it's such a case by case you know what I mean? Like so specific to where you rush and what sorority you're in. And I had such an amazing experience that it makes me sad when people didn't. People were like so understanding that I like paid for a lot of girls in my sorority actually took out loans to like be in that sorority. So that was like, you know what I mean? That was never a thing for me. And you had internships and stuff. Yeah. I was always, I was, I always liked to be involved, but I chose my senior year to be less involved so that I, cause I was like, well, I know I'm going to graduate. Like I really need to put all in, in my internships. So that's kind of what happened in my situation. You were like working for like the local news stuff. Yeah. I I did like an internship every semester my last year. Wow. Well, it sounds like you just got a really shitty sorority over there. (laughs) Yes and no. Like, part of it was so fun. And, like, I can't imagine, like, if I didn't do it. But I'm just, like, I got out when I needed to get out. And it was, like, all fine. But when I saw your email, I was, like, oh, or, like, on the Facebook group, I was, like, Mm -hmm. oh, my gosh. I have a story for you. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm so glad you called. I do want to note, though, because you know how you said you have friends in your sorority? So it's, like, when people rush, they assume, you know, that you're going to be best friends with all 50 or 70 Mm -hmm. people in your pledge class. And that's just not realistic. It's Absolutely. just like Bachelor, Ashley. You know what I mean? It's like you have your couple friends mm-hmm. and that's your experience. It's yeah, not like you're right. best friends with everyone. There could be someone that you're even like, I would never be actual friends with that Absolutely. person. 
So, totally. Yeah. And with like 300 people, there's bound to be people that you like, like, and don't like. And I definitely had like my group of people, but I will say that like my friend group was definitely not like the main group in the sorority. Mm-hmm. And there's a ton of sororities on my campus. And so like, I think a lot of people could have been in like three or four different sororities. So that makes sense too. Like it wasn't like, oh, she's so this, like that's totally where they belong. Like mm. it's totally like an eclectic group of people. Yeah. Right. So while I have you on the phone, I, of like, when I was younger, I never wanted to be in a sorority because I was always so scared of, like, the rushing, what is it called? The recruitment. hazing. The hazing. Oh. Hazing. Oh, hazing. Yeah, because, like, whenever I would see a movie or hear Which about sororities illegal. and fraternities, that's what you would hear about hazing. Mm-hmm. And... um is it like still a thing? Do you guys know? Like I, I again, very specific to like where you are. I mean, I can't speak for the South. It's so weird because I'm I went to school in Florida, and Florida's considered Florida's not a little the South. different. Yeah, but I feel like there are probably, of course, you yeah. hear about it in the news all the time. But I remember yeah, when like I rumors. joined UCF, the year I joined, there was a fraternity that got kicked off campus because someone was hazed and like something really bad happened. Oh, no. What was crazy yeah. is I think you remember that movie Sydney White with yeah. Amanda Bynes? Yeah. I think it was like Oh my shot, gosh, I live for that movie. I, I think it was shot in that house, which is like no longer there. Oh. I think. I remember No one quote me on that. I gotta look that up. I remember being younger and hearing like that the girls had to like parade around naked in the house. And I was like, yep, never going to show my naked body I don't to think they a do group that. of girls. No, but yeah. that was not a thing no. in my sorority. That, oh, was that a thing too. for you, Liz? No. I mean, like, I Lauren, definitely Lauren. think that's... Sor- no, oh, sorry, okay. Lauren. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, definitely, I think that sororities and frats are very different, too. Like, they have just, like, a lot of different roles. And I've definitely heard of that happening with, like, frats, but... Definitely, like, my sorority was very big, and they took the rules very seriously at, like, no hazing. Like, we can't ask anyone to do anything, and, like, they made such a big deal about not hazing. And so I was, like, super glad because, like, I really only rushed because, um, like, I wanted to make friends, and it was, like, a big deal at my school. Whereas, like, if I would have went to a different school, I'm not sure that I would have rushed. And so I was also, like, super nervous about that. But, no, I was really lucky that I didn't have, like, any hazing at all. Hmm. That's good. Yeah, that is good. It's so crazy. <laughs> I mean, we shouldn't like expect. That's, I don't know. Right, I did right, expect it. I thought yeah. that's what but it that's all was. Needs, or, but that's what I really want people that aren't yeah. in stories and fraternities to really take home from this podcast. Is it's not. Yes, there are some crazy places that are like the movies that we'll probably mm-hmm. hear on this podcast. But the majority are not like the movies. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I no, they're totally not. Always felt like rushing was basically just another word for hazing. Damn, that's no. crazy. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it was like job interviews. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. 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 Rushing is the process of like applying in, to be in a sorority. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh, and, and that's what was explained to me explained to us before about like how you pick your sorority and how they pick you. And that was very interesting. Yeah. Like recruitment week. How is it for you, Lauren? Like, cause at my school you would go to a different, you would go to every sorority house for a week or the week was basically like a three day or four day week. And then on the last day it was bid day. Yeah. It was kind of similar for me. Um, I didn't know anything about Greek life. And so like I filled out like an application and like, and I never even thought that anyone would like look at it. Um, but so I guess something like the house is like, they kind of like look at you and they like pair you up with someone to talk to. And so I went around to houses, I guess for like a week. And like, I went to every house and talked to the girls and they basically like narrow it down. So you'd have like less and less houses every day until like on the last day, I think I had three houses that I went to and then like I preference them and then they preference me. And then like 
Panhellenic, which is like the governing body, like matches you kind of. So it's like you kind the of have a governing body. body. Yeah, Wait, Panhellenic, Panhellenic is the governing body of all the houses on campus. They pair you because they know who, who approved you and you. who you like well, said I, I like. I, in my school, I feel like the sororities and fraternities make a list and then you make a list yeah. and then it's kind of, that's how it goes. Yeah. And then yeah, you it's like a little bit of send both. It's like a little application random. type thing. Like you yeah. literally put down number one, I want this yeah, okay. house, and then number two, you rank. It's like a ranking system. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I didn't know that like the houses like a full beforehand too. Like they like extensively creep on you. Like they know your GPA, they know what your social media looks like. Like so, they have all this other information too that like I didn't know that they had like going into recruitment. And so I would take it like so personally when houses didn't want me because I'd be like oh my God, I had like such a great conversation with that mm. girl. But like, it could be about so much more that I don't even know. It's like, they look at your numbers. Instagram. They're like, we didn't like that dress you are. So bye. Thank God I rushed before Instagram was a thing. <laughs> I was going to say, it must so much. Girls must be torn apart with their Instagram. Because think about it now. It's like if someone's rushing, they totally are going to look at They're your like, Instagram. she's friends with so-and-so who's tagged in this photo. Oh my God, it's a nightmare. Anyway, thank there, you, Lauren. <laughs> yeah, thank is, you guys so much. Oh, I, before you go, because you're so great, I want to keep you on for one more question. Yeah, of course. You know how there's like the Jewish fraternity and then there'll be like the blonde bubbly fraternity? Like, is it, it will they really reject like a, brun, a Jewish brunette? Like the blonde bubble, <laughs> bubbly one? Like, like, like the Elle Woods sorority? I mean, like, I think yes and no. I mean, like, I think that, you know, some schools are different than others. Like, I would say that at my school I went to, like, the sororities were too big to, like, necessarily have, like, all of one type of girl. But yeah. they kind of do at the same time. Like, the sorority I was in was definitely known for being, like, kind of eclectic. And then there was definitely, like, a house that was, like, everyone in that house was, like, valedictorian and is, like, going to medical school. Mm. And then there was, like, another house where it was, like, they were the party house. But it's definitely more of a vibe. And I would say that there's probably, like, exceptions to each rule for each house. Yeah. All right. Thank okay, you. Good, good answer. All, All right. right. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you so much. Lauren, thank, hey, you, thank so you guys so much. much. Sorry I appreciate about what it. what you went through. That's yeah. Oh, no. It's okay. It's like, it's funny now. It's like being removed from it. It's like kind of something I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember when that happened. But like back in the day, I was like, this is so awful. Mm-hmm. Everyone, you know? That's right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Thank you. All right. Yep. Thanks. Have a Bye. good time. Bye. Bye. Well, we had, um, Another caller lined up, but she is not answering. So I'm going to go ahead and read um, another story. And this one I thought was pretty interesting. Um, I'm going to read it because she didn't say otherwise. So she goes, so there was a day when we weren't allowed to speak. And on that day, a sister told me she was going to take a guy that I had been hooking up with before I started pledging. This is the girl that's not calling? No, this is another girl. Okay, good. Because I was like, we should be calling this girl. And then in parentheses, we weren't allowed to be with any guides during our pledge period. So she knew that I still liked him, but just couldn't be with him. She also demanded that I drive them and then pick them up as well in her car. So I couldn't even answer her because she wasn't allowed to speak, remember? Mm -hmm. Um, So I couldn't even speak. Not that I would have anyway in fear that she would haze the crap out of me. So fast forward to the night of the party. I picked the two of them up. 
She proceeds to start kissing him in the back seat. He was hammered and all the while kept looking at me in the rearview mirror with a smirk on her face. The whole time I was driving, I kept thinking I could drive these bitches car off the bridge. But I held it together and yeah, ended up seriously. loving being in my sorority what a once I got past time. It. Like your Holy life is in her hands. Yeah, I know. You really so she's just making her? out with this dude that she was all hooking up with in the back seat, smiling at her. Like creepy. That is creepy. Horrifying. Uh, <laughs> there's another girl that sent in a very long email with like multiple stories. <laughs> They're just small anecdotes, so I'll just share them. Yeah. So you guys know about house moms, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're the weirdest things ever. Every sorority. Do you want to explain what they are? Yeah. So every sorority has a house mom, and normally they're you know, probably like an elderly woman who isn't doing much that chooses to live in the house and handles, you know, like all the logistics of the house, like hiring the chef and like rent and making sure that the cable's paid for and that basically all the girls living in the house aren't like running amok (laughs) and like burning it down. They're usually elderly? Well, in my case, they were. I guess they don't... They definitely don't have to be... Every sorority at my school, I feel like Knowing they were that kind of elderly like, was probably like fifty. No, no. Well, what do you guys consider elderly? <laughs> I think it's past sixty-five. Seventy, yeah, sixty-five. I, I think it's past sixty. Is it not past sixty? I think sixty. Uh, when do you get the senior discount at the movie theaters? That's my mom, early. my you mom gets like it now. Five. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're that's... a senior citizen, and my mom's so no, happy I don't about think it. You're a technical yeah, senior mom. citizen. I'm like, mom, can you like stop being so loud about it? She's like, I love my senior. No, my mom and dad do like the senior discounts at the movies, but. Yo, Senior it's so funny. Citizen That's what age. we have to look forward to. Okay. <laughs> Continue with your house mom. 65. Oh, Senior. okay. You guys were, damn, you guys are so smart. Um, So my house mom, her name was Mama Linda. Shout out to her because she was one of my best friends. But this girl writes in, my house mom was evil, like would write us these really random aggressive posts in our <laughs> Facebook group, would threaten to have us kicked out for things like forgetting to take our clothes out of the dryer and would lie and gossip about the girls in the house to to the out-of-house girls and other sorority house moms. Uh So one time my roommate threw up and drunkenly vacuumed her vomit and peed herself. And the house mom told everyone, and I mean everyone about it. This is after my roommate approached her with the truth, offered to buy a new vacuum, asked for help. My roommate is my best friend who was going through who was going through it at the time. Her mom was super sick. Her dad was living in poverty. Aww. She had no money, worked two jobs, severe dental problems, and no health insurance. And Aww. girls in other sororities knew all about it because of the mom. Aww, that's Humiliating. So sad. Then she writes, our chef, which is also hilarious because I was like such good friends with our chefs. Our chef got into a fight after we had the soccer team over for a formal dinner, which he agreed to. <laughs> the fight started with him throwing dirty pans at my big and ended with him threatening to burn our house down. <laughs> what the fuck? That's hilarious. We had to have a police patrol our house at night and we had to change all of our locks. Oh my God, that's wow. terrifying. Oh, just kidding. That's she scary. said, this story's super crazy and I genuinely fear for my life. Okay, I'm sorry I laughed at that. That's crazy. Okay. Then she says, hold on, she says a couple more. Oh. One more. The president was dating the recruitment chair. So does that mean the two girls? Hmm. And they were roommates. So I'm sure you can imagine what was going on there. Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure she was referring to a fraternity. Another girl would have sex in the common room at like 8 a.m. when we we were awake and eating breakfast. And another one would sneak her boyfriend out every day at around 6 a.m. I only found out because I was painting my cooler in the back staircase and they ran right into me. I love that she was painting her cooler. What does painting your cooler mean? No, that she's literally just painting a cooler. That sounds like something I'd be doing. (laughs) That's definitely... Oh that's just like a, like a cooler yeah <laughs> that's funny Lord, she's like decorating cooler. her cooler she said I, so specific i do want to say despite the awful experience i would never give it up for anything i really did meet all of my closest friends there and i wouldn't trade 
trade the good times I've had with them to avoid the bad times. I have more stories. These people are crazy. Love the podcast. So let's go back to house moms because the only house mom I ever met or saw was Lizzie's. You know, she was living in... I just like think it's sad. Is that bad? I don't because imagine no. let's say like they're widowed you, you don't have kids or you never got married, then you're surrounded by like four You're girls. taking care of these nice Yeah, chicks. you're taking care of them and they love you, hopefully, best case scenario. <laughs> and like you're friends with them. Like I would always sit and I would watch the news with mom. <laughs> I was such a loser. It just reminds me I think it would be like a constant reminder that I was like old, old the um like the old maid. <laughs> Like I'm like the old maid of a story. Yeah, I mean I understand. No, I think what they live in a dorm, basically. That's what makes me sad. What these houses are mansions, Ashley. I don't know what you're saying. It's not a dorm. They live in like really nice and they like eat for free and they get paid. Yeah, they get paid. They get paid. All they have to do is like live their life and then every now and then check and make sure like I think I would be a house mom. <laughs> you know, you know how like you know the house moms aren't even allowed in like the chapter meetings. You know, chapter was every Sunday, which right. is a big meeting. But they are, aren't they? So a they pass sorority member. Like they're a no, mom? not not necessarily. Oh, not I thought the, Lizzie's was somebody who was once in the sorority. That could be the case, but sometimes house moms are of a different sorority, so they they aren't even allowed in meetings, which to oh. me means even less responsibility. Yeah, you just take care of the house, kind of. Yeah. I mean, there's way more to it, but... See, if you're, like, 30 and you're, like, oh, you know, like, these girls can relate to me. I could be, like, an older mentor. Like, that would make a little bit more sense. See, to me, I, I feel opposite. I feel like if you're older... It's like the people. It's like the old guys I see bagging groceries at Publix when I go home. I'm like so happy for them. I'm oh, like they're you are probably happy so- for them. Yeah, I'm like they're so happy they're doing something or like see, the our grandpa school used to crossing do that, guards. Yeah, Aww. don't you guys think that they love it? Yeah. I don't know. We're, you know I the think guy so. at the Grove that does the mo- at the movie theater. I yeah. just hope and pray that he's retired and doesn't need that money. That's what I think when I see oh, him. Oh, so you think you think of more of like their financial situation? Yeah. Well, of course, everyone needs money. I mean, we could do a whole senior citizen podcast, but to me, what I've always found odd about when I was little, I went to Dominican Republic every year. So, like, I would always compare, you know, this country mm-hmm. and, like, Dominican Republic. And I feel like you guys don't do this. That po- First of all, Bubby looks incredible. She's 96. Oh, yeah. And you guys love your grandma. But I always found it weird that in American culture, I feel like people forget about their grandparents and like throw yeah. them in like a home. And like in my culture, they're like the dawn, yeah. you know, and the kings and like queens of the family. People usually put them in. I'd like to. I hope that people just put them in homes when they are getting a little like Alzheimer's. And, yeah, you know? I guess what I mean is like when I see them doing stuff, I'm like, oh, I feel like that makes them feel better. It makes them feel like I they still so. have value to society. Right, because yeah. they shouldn't be like, oh, they shouldn't even be working. They yeah. should just be sitting in a rocking chair. I mean, right. gr- Grandpa definitely worked at the grocery store because he couldn't he just sit. Wanted yeah. to, he wanted to work a little bit during the great. day and like you know interact with people, which I think is great too. I guess I always just think that like. I'm sad if they have to continue working through their retirement years. That's what makes I me get, sad. I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. Can we do an elderly podcast and have them like insp- um, invoke wisdom on Aww, our younger that would years? be cute. That would be cute. What if we got Bubby on here and she would be so confused as to what was happening, but <laughs> she could just talk. <laughs> she wouldn't know that she's being recorded. I don't think she'd recorded. like it. No? No. No, we wouldn't tell her. <laughs> it's like just talking to this I just think tell that's me a story. illegal <laughs> yeah you're right anyways okay well clearly I have to say I feel like I've seen and heard of a lot crazier stories than what we heard right. today I think some, maybe some people are scared to t- share their I tale. was just going to say I think what we've learned with attempting to put this podcast together which is still great I think hopefully it answered some questions if you guys weren't 
if you didn't go Greek. But I think what I'm learning is like, yeah, it is hard to like really open up and like share stories because you don't, you know, you don't want to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, guys, and since, um, you know, one of our callers canceled, we, we have <laughs> 10 more minutes to talk about other random things. So we're just going to do that if you don't mind. Oh, I don't get iced coffee in the morning. What? I don't I find get it very to refreshing. T- don't you want to hot? It me more. Were you guys outside today? It is hot. It is officially summer. It was hot. Yeah, it's hot as shit. How could you even order a hot coffee on a day well, like no, today? No, you don't order a hot morning. coffee because we sit on the couch and drink no, it in the morning when we wake when up. When I go to school, I, I do would never order a iced coffee for the morning. I need something warm. Jared's the same way. Jared does iced coffee in the afternoon, hot coffee in the morning always. That's funny. Iced coffee afternoon. Anyway. I have a Actually, coffee every like morning, a- but it depends like the mood I'm in and where I'm at on mm. whether or not I get hot or iced. Actually, that's one of the hardest things I decide every day. <laughs> I'm, like, I, I'm like, I don't know. Is this going to melt? Like, it's going to burn my tongue? Your options. Is this going to make me poop? Which one's going to make me poop more? Oh, hot always makes you go more. Sometimes. Right? Some, well, it depends. Like, airplane hot coffee does not make me poop at airplane- all. Apparently, you're not supposed to drink airplane coffee because they use like really dirty water to make it. Yeah, they don't clean anything. Ew. Ew. Yeah. Ew, David. Um, <laughs> I feel like I, I recently noticed this about myself. Iced coffee energizes me in the morning. It's like a wake up mm-hmm. because it goes like through that. that you can drink real fast. Like through you and you like kind of wake up just by the coldness. But um, it my iced coffee in the middle of the day makes me really bloated and actually makes me feel yucky. It makes me... I just don't like that. Coffee makes me bloated no matter what it is. Really? Yeah. But you know my stomach sucks. Mm, I've been drinking celery juice lately. I know. I was going to ask you about this. I'm very proud of you. Celery juice has been said to cure literally everything. I know. It's like the uh, new apple cider vinegar. I want to have though. it every day, but you know me. I've been buying it at Creation for $5. I don't think you can do that. Like I, like I, But how much is your juice maker, I don't Ashley? Know. I got it's probably, my registry. Exactly. It's but a bajillion dollars. No, no, no. You so, can make carrot juice with it too. No, no. <laughs> You can make any juice. I've been making like the kale and green apple I know, juice. And it's, I, know. I think it's an unworthy investment. I think it really is. Actually, um, it's not even no, that. My juicer was like 170 on my registry, I the think. Amount, I was surprised. The amount of money produce costs in general, It too. is very dumb as well. But that's why they charge so much when you go to Earth Bar and get but them. But you're not making like the entire, what is this, 16-ounce bottle that I'm no, getting No, You're supposed you're to have 16 like, ounces. I make like maybe half the water bottle. Yeah, because yeah. how many celery stocks Because that, that would be like an actual celery bundle to make an entire 16 that's ounces. That's too much energy. Who has the time and energy for that? It's a lot of time, too, because when I wake up, you're supposed to have it on an empty stomach when you wake yeah. up. And when I wake up, then I have to go to the juicer and I'm start so making. I'm so proud of you. I've been doing it too, but I've been buying it because, yeah, apparently it's really good for digestion you guys, and blow. It's great if you have eczema, by the way. No, I don't think you're that boring, but I think you're a little boring. <laughs> no, but yeah, I'm just, um, I'm giving Kim you, drinks you, it for her psoriasis. Yeah. yeah, well, it helps people. I just said it helps people with eczema. Acne. Actually, you know what I was just reading on, you guys should follow Medical Medium on Instagram, that celery juice also helps people with migraines. Which wow. my friend had migraines, and that was like prolific. But can you get the her. same stuff from just eating a, no. a thing of celery? No? I don't think so. Because I like the crunchy celery. It's the same shit. Why not? I don't know. You should definitely look that up. Okay. And also, How many times during a podcast do we it. say you should look it up? Well, actually, the juicing takes away the fiber, which is why I prefer to juice than eat my vegetables. Which, yes, I know, I'm. It's a very important fiber that I'm missing out on, but I um, digest it so much better. I get super bloated from produce normally, but when I juice, mm. I don't get bloated at all. Interesting. 
You can save money on produce by getting imperfect produce shipped to you. Yeah. So what are those companies? Because I've watched a bajillion documentaries. Oh, really? And I'd like to start buying maybe dented tomatoes. Oh, yeah. yeah. It looks weird, but it's technically juicing super healthy. perfect, yeah. too. And it's good for the environment. Is it imperfect? United Fruit Company? Is it? It's imperfect produce. Uh, so there's many different places. Just type in imperfect produce online, and you can find a place by you. Sometimes, like I feel sad for like you know those avocados. Yeah, like you like, perf- I personify the avocado. I like I'm a part of the problem. I pick them up and I'm like, I'm not gonna buy this one. This one's not perfect. Yeah, and I put it down, and then he sits there and, and I he leave, rots, and, I'm like, and, and then he dies. Yeah, no one buys him. Did we talk about the little toaster ever? <laughs> what the brave the little toaster? Wait, the, the I love the brave little toaster yeah. movie. It's, Talk guys, about I've personifying cried, things cried. The and blankie, just feeling so much. The blankie. The lamp. Lauren almost bought a lamp the other day at Habitat for Humanity, which is our new thrifty furniture store. And she Wait, almost Habitat bought the lamp. Habitat for Humanity is a charity. No, it's in LA. They have Habitat for Humanity thrift stores. Wow. So you don't have all the furniture. furniture. And you Where buy it. is this? Why have you it's guys told Brea. me about this? Lizzie told me about it. You can buy it. a dining room table for forty dollars and it's stunning. <gasps> stunning. It's so wacky. Like that's where I got the armoire, and it was only there for a day. No wonder why I was the woman to get it. Mm-hmm. it I feel like the armoire is going to come to life and start dressing us. Oh. I know. How awesome would she be? What was her name? What was her name? I don't um, even know she had weren't, weren't those the names? The armoire and Beauty and the Beast guys we're talking about. Lauren, again, going to look it up. Can't believe how many times we have to look things up on this I podcast. I can because it's called the I Don't Get It podcast. Yeah. So we, don't, <laughs> we don't fucking know You're anything. Right. You're right. How it would not be very We need to brand. hire someone to just sit next to us at the computer Google and be like, hey. It's wardrobe. Her name is wardrobe. Her name was wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> instead of, you know how they have like Alexa and Google Home and stuff? We yeah. should be like, hey, I don't get it. Like, yeah. <laughs> we should just come hey, up with I our own piece what of technology. Yeah. I guess yeah. that is Alexa, huh? Is that Alexa? It's yeah. Alexa and Google Home and um, Facebook's coming out with their own called Jarvis? Marvis? Yeah. Jarvis? Remember Ask Jeeves? Yeah. I love that. Oh How many times? He was kind of cute. What? He looked like a president. He looked like he could have no. been an American oh, dad. Oh, see, to me, I interpreted it, him as more of a Bruce Wayne in my head. Oh, well, that would make sense. He was a butler. Oh, now I remember what Ask he Ask Jeeves. Like. Yeah. He wasn't a president. He was probably gay. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Jeeves. That, that's like one of the cartoon hey. characters that they would now tell you after all. Hey, I don't is get gay. it. Is Ask Jeeves gay? <laughs> Wait, will you will you go on Ask Jeeves, Lauren? And I'm sure it doesn't exist, exist anymore. Hundred percent, it still exists. It's the internet. Ask Jeeves. and then ask him. Are you gay? Yeah. How okay. many is Jeeves gay? How many questions would we ask him that were just unreal? Like teenage questions and then he'd be like oh, i don't know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it does not answer that question yeah okay well oh ask jeeves is no longer on there ask it's just ask.com um why they wow, get rid of jeeves that's, lame. that's sad i vaguely remember when i can I got hear rid of my him. aol door swing open god that episode of pen 15 yeah. is so well written okay so what i was gonna tell you guys with the beginning of the podcast when i said i have two i don't get it i think we may have already talked about this um about like my dad having certain people come to he wants certain people come to the wedding did Aww. i talk about this no but you talked about how happy you are that certain people oh no RCP i meant like on a previous podcast oh i don't think so really not about your wedding well, i didn't talk about my grandma requesting certain people no oh really no. not on the podcast did she? was that almost famous maybe no, I didn't talk just about talk it. Just talk about it then. <sighs> Lauren. I just want to make sure I'm not sorry. repeating myself. She just wants to make sure she's not repeating okay. herself. Okay. Anyway, about like six weeks ago, my grandma called me and she was like, 
so I have a few requests for the wedding. And I was like, um, what? Oh, and I was super nice on the phone. But then, like, I called my mom. I was like, mom. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. She wanted me to invite my dad's cousins who, one, I have met twice in my life. Oh, hell no. One, I have met once in my life. And the other one, my mom hasn't even met. And why? my dad hasn't seen since the age of 23. Why would, why? I don't, why? Because they're her family. I think just send the invites and they won't come and it'll make everyone happy. I think happy, two okay? of them are going to come. And it's just like really, it makes me feel weird. I don't know why it makes me feel so weird. And of course, I'm going to let my dad invite them because, but then he was like, I said, dad, you don't really have a relationship with them. And then he was like, he goes, of course I certainly do. And I, he goes, your dad, Dr. J would say that. One of them, he said, he goes, he went to my my medical school graduation. I was like, dad, that was 30, (laughs) that was 31 years ago. My, you know how we went on the cruise with my mom's family. Yeah. So, like, my mom's always had, like, this big family. And I've always kind of felt bad for my dad because my dad didn't have, like, a big family. And my dad's dad, who's Egyptian, kind of, who's now passed. His, okay, I'm being very confusing. His stepdad raised him. Mm-hmm. So, I had, like, two grandpas, essentially. But his OG dad. <laughs> yeah, his birth dad. Had, like, other kids and stuff. And so my dad has, like, you know, kind of siblings out there that we've, like, never met. Mm-hmm. And, like, you sharing your story made me think, like, if I got married, if my dad was, like, would, would you, invite, would you invite them? And, like, I don't know, it made me kind of sad because that is a moment for him to, for them to actually come out and, like, be with him. I think it's also, like, uh, yeah, I guess it's just Do you a know moment. what I'm saying? Because, yeah. like, why else? I don't know. There's don't not know. another reason to see the person if right. it's not for your daughter's wedding. But then that's kind of weird, too. It's like, well, if you really want to, like, catch up. That's know, what I mean. That's why I feel like it was weird. I think I just would feel awkward if I was attending somebody's wedding who I've only met twice. Isn't that wacky? I'm not even considering yeah. the cousin that my da- my mom hasn't even met because my dad hasn't seen her yeah. since his 20s because no, that, right. no, my dad even said that is a bit ridiculous. But the other two... Um, I just like I really I really my heart goes out to like all the brides out brides out there who have to like accommodate all these different people that aren't them and it's like this is about you and Jared I don't know that I think that's why having big weddings really scare me well I think that's what another thing here is because like con to having a big wedding it's like all these people take control there's so many opinions yeah it makes me I was like the girl growing up just like you Ashley I was like I'm gonna have a Cinderella ball and now I'm like I'm gonna be Britney Spears everyone's gonna be in velour outfits (laughs) and we're gonna gonna do it in my backyard the backyard of my mansion yes be 20 of us Yes. yes. Okay. So, but suits. you just touched on something <laughs> that also made me feel weird about extending an invitation to somebody that I have only met twice in my life. Um, it is not a gigantic wedding. You know what I mean? Like it's 185 max. That's a big wedding. Ashley. You think so? I think that's like, that's a big, wedding. I think that's large to midsize. I think America considers it mid-size, but I think, size eight. I think let's like take a step down, come back down to earth. 200 people is a big event. Is it, how many tables is that? Like 27? No. How many tables? I think it's like 14. That's a lot of tables. Yeah. Um, so 11 people at each table. But don't you don't you think do of that. like foreign weddings having even more people like bigger families? I, I think, think American weddings are probably smaller than any other cultures weddings. Yeah, I guess you're right. Like Indian weddings. And, All I'm saying you know. is I'm not having like one of those 200 
um, like a 20 50, plus yeah, weddings yeah, in which I could see it getting out of hand and be like, well, if you're going to invite that person, you got to invite this person. But this is like a relatively intimate group. I have best friends who I were best friends with in college that are no, that are not invited. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. how could I possibly not invite her, but I would invite the cousin of my dad's who I've met twice in my right, life. Right. That's the only thing. It's like, if dad, if you're going to argue, I know he's, he's paying for part of it. So I can't, I'll, I'll, I can't yeah. really argue it. I'm going to give him the invite, but it right. is just like, it is a little different. Yeah. It's just the only, it's the, my dad and I got a little butted heads today about it. That's why I thought I'd share. Yeah. That's hard. Because I'd like the other people's feedback on it because I feel, I feel like, like it's a very common You're definitely issue. between a rock and a hard place because if someone's paying for some of it, you got to let them do so whatever you want, you whatever say. they want. Yeah. 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 That's it. Bottom line. I, I feel, yeah. Do what dad wants. No, I know I'm going to. I just but like, it does suck because of what you were saying when you said you were getting the RSVPs, you were looking at the list, and you were getting excited. There is something really special about like just every single person in a room being someone something that you, to yeah, you. yeah. That's I think that's why I also feel like a little off from it. It's yeah. like, oh, like I'm so excited that like all of these people are coming. And yes, we've had no's. We've had ten no's. Some of them were plus one, like somebody like husbands and wives. Mm. And when I'm like. Oh, great. I mean, great. Those are yeah. the kinds of false ones that you want to be eliminated. Yeah. But I, I feel like, oh, and then there's like that person. I'm already going to have so many people that I don't know from Jared's side. Yeah. Right. So I guess that. I yeah, might as well cool throw in you'll two you'll get more. to know them there. Like, that's awesome. Sort of. Do you really yeah. get to know them Absolutely. there? Absolutely. I think, I think you're the type of person that'll like, people will be around you and you'll be excited. To, you'll be excited to get to know part of Jared's Isn't- family you you don't know. Isn't that funny that there's, um, when it's your own wedding, that there's still going to be like maybe a fourth that you've mm-hmm. really never met? Wait, what? There's going to be a fourth of the people there I've never met. Oh, a fourth of yeah. the people there. That's crazy. Lauren's so over this comment. I'm over it just because. Why? Because you guys talk about wedding all the time. I talk about wedding all the time. And I'm also, fascinated by, I never get talked to it's Ashley about this It's more the fact that we have Indian food waiting and <laughs> I have to go um, somewhere in about. 45 minutes I want to enjoy you're eating not, with you. You're fine. not. You're watching Kardashians with us. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Wait. Um, subscribe. Follow I Don't Get It podcast on Instagram. Yeah, I don't get and a podcast join the Facebook Instagram. group. Okay. We love you. Love Bye. you. Bye-bye. I Don't Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.